Welcome to the Early Accountability Podcast hosted by Kimmy Walker. Kimmy has a track record of serving as a behavior change and improvement catalyst for individuals, groups, and organizations. Get ready to make the best version of yourself a priority. Now welcome, Kimmy Walker. Kimmy Walker here, and welcome back to the next episode of the Early Accountability Podcast. Wanted to keep the conversation going from last week, and wanted to talk a little bit about what accountability partners, accountability circles, what they are not. I think we talked about what they could be last week a lot, and just why they're important, but I really wanted to talk about what they're not today. (laughs) And the first one, when it comes to accountability partners and accountability circles and having that that group of like-minded people who are doing something similar to keep you focused, to keep you motivated. And I just wanna do this one first because I think it is the most important. It is not therapy. So there is a difference between mental health therapy or mental health counseling and coaching, accountability partners, and we have to make sure that we're clear on what it is we need in those moments, even if it's multimodal. So I don't think that just because someone is getting mental health therapy or mental health counseling, that doesn't mean that they can't be in an accountability group or have an accountability circle, uh, what have you, or go to church or, speak with their pastor or things like that. I think it's just understanding how those different parts might work together and what their role is. So our deep-rooted mental health things that we have going on, if we may be dealing with depression or anxiety or just some complex that has kept us small or not going, there is a place for things that need to be worked through in a therapeutic setting. And there are things that I think that we can work through continue to help us work through in a more public domain or with others around us or what have you. There is no one size fits all with everything. Like there is no magic pill. And we do have to have other parts to our lives, but I want people to be careful of not using an accountability partner, especially a partner. as just a dumping ground for all of your mental health issues or just hangups. And it can be hard to do especially if you just have a partner because you start to get close and you start to talk to them about other things that are going on in your life. But just make sure to keep some divide there. Or if you have never had mental health counseling or never thought or considered that it might be something you need at the same time, don't be afraid to get counseling. Don't be afraid to talk to somebody, especially now with COVID. There's so many options now for like remote therapy and things of that nature. But just don't excessively expect the others in your group or your accountability partner to help, expect them to help you untie all of your mental health kind of hangups or intertwinings or intertanglings. That's something that should be done by a mental health professional. So just very clear, accountability groups, accountability circles, they are not mental health therapy. They are not solely for your healing. And there can be groups that are available. And I know this is something too, I had to deal a lot with too, as a psychologist, because I've done groups before. I've done groups for children and I've done groups for adults. There are some people, even with group therapy, that I would sometimes have to say like, you know, the group is good, but you also need some individual counseling as well. And so 
sometimes that group setting is more comfortable because it doesn't feel like therapy or what have you, but sometimes people need just a little bit more. So it's okay to need a little bit more. Just make sure that we're being kind of really honest with ourselves about that dialogue. An accountability group or accountability partner is not a dumping ground for all of your problems. So that kind of goes with the whole mental health piece. So yes, I think especially when we're trying to reach a new goal or stay focused on a goal on a more complex goal or task, it can be easy when you start to talk to people, just especially if you're not reaching, you know, your benchmarks, it's easy to kind of tell them like, oh man, you know, my kids have all this extra work this week and I didn't finish this at work, you know, with my my job, just everything else that's going on, like just kind of telling everything. But usually it's, we're telling it because it has something to do with why we didn't do what we were supposed to do. (laughs) So some of it is like, yes, it's true. It's real, but just don't make it. It's not a dumping ground for every last single part of your problems. And That's one thing, too, I had to even remind myself of um, with just finishing the Watch Me Work video visibility challenge is, quite frankly, I'm not the only person with problems. There's somebody else in this group probably dealing with the same thing I'm dealing with. And there's some people who have made it work. And that's one thing I was even telling my group sometimes I would be like, listen, this task is something that could take five minutes. And so busy is just we're not going to hear it. You have the same kids that somebody else has in the group. You have the same job. You have the same responsibilities. Like I know I was sick. Okay. There's somebody else in the world sick right now. Like I still have to push through and I still had to make it get done with it. Cause as sick as I was, there is somebody that's probably in the hospital right now with COVID who would feel blessed to wake up the sick that I felt, you know, not wake up not connected to a ventilator or something so like no I couldn't even use sick as being excuse I still needed to produce so a lot of times we're using our excuses as this dumping ground to kind of validate why we didn't do what we were supposed to do and so accountability groups and accountability partners are not dumping grounds for your problems like yes chair yes be open with the people but when you start to see yourself excessively doing that, you got to kind of channel yourself to see, okay, am I just using this to justify or justify for myself why I didn't do what I was supposed to do? That's the bigger, the bigger global picture we're trying to focus on. What accountability groups and accountability circles are not, they are not for you to drag plead or beg others to show up, whether that person be yourself or somebody else in the group or somebody else who is your partner, accountability partner in your group. So if others are not there, if they are not ready, you can only do so much. You can only, truly, like you can only lead a horse to water. Like you just cannot make them drink. So it's not about dragging or pleading or begging. If people want to, they will do. And that goes for us as well. So if you feel like maybe people in your group or your circle are kind of like hassling you or like haggling you. Like, why do they keep sending me all these messages, doing all this, doing all that? Like, well, maybe you need to look and see like, well, am I kind of being drug along? Like, am I not really showing up to the same level, to the same caliber or others in this group? And that could just mean that that group or that partner is not a good fit for you. Or it could also mean like I was talking a little bit about last episode or just the stages of change. It may be that you're not ready. 
And so if it's a place where you're kind of feeling like, okay, I'm doing this because this person texts me or called me or remind me or only because so they won't get on my nerves and say something. Well, then maybe it's not a good fit for you right now. Maybe that's not something you actually truly want to do. So it, you shouldn't feel dragged. You shouldn't feel like people are pleading or begging you for you to show up and do or vice versa. You shouldn't feel like you're doing that with your accountability partners or the circles that you're within. And this is the last one I wanted to say, your accountability circle or your accountability partners, it shouldn't be a place where you're coming to feel insecure or small or just guilty or just really doing a lot of excessive comparison. And I do this, I put this one because I've experienced this one myself. And so, um, as you might know, well, my financial and investment advisor is Maurice Wilson from Wilson Wealth. I don't know if I mentioned that on the show, but he is my uh, investment advisor. And he definitely went on to, to launch his own podcast. So Maurice, just talk with Maurice just about basic stuff, you know, to like with my finances and just like what I'm investing my money in and what I'm doing within my business. And I was actually um, talking with Maurice I think maybe the other year, it's kind of crazy. We were talking just about one of the groups that I was in at the time. And there were some women who were kind of like maybe stay-at-home mothers or working from home, or there were some women, this was a group primarily of women, who were able to quit their job, well, quit their day job, let's say per se, and they were kind of going full force in their business and maybe their spouse was able to front the bills at the time and some things the group was about it like kind of essentially it was a business group but it was essentially about expanding and kind of leveling up your business if you want to say like what was the accountability circle about and so I was talking to Maurice about how sometimes I would do things in my business like I don't know I might get a, a new podcast flyer or promo up and we share you know different things that we've done and what we're working on and sometimes I would feel like there was just a lot of comparison. So one thing is I don't do, I really don't use Canva. I don't really like browser-based programs. Some people do it. I just don't do a lot of DIY things, especially when it comes to design. Like I'll use Fiverr. I love Fiverr. I use Upwork. I'll pay somebody. But I'm just like, i just not going to spend like three or four hours creating a flyer. So some people who may be building their business up, like they just went full force in their business and they may not have the full revenue coming in that they like, they might not necessarily have the option to go on Fiverr to pay someone to do it or go on Upwork or hire out. And so um, I kind of constantly feel like there used to be this kind of battle of like, well, oh, well, how much Oh, that, oh, that look, ooh, that looks, I would show something like, oh, that looks just really, really, really nice. Or something I did sounded really, really nice. And it'd be like, well, how did you do that? Or where'd you get that from? You know, and it kind of will come down to, oh, how much did it cost? And to me, I'd be like, oh, it's not worth it to me. Like, I'd be like, oh, I was only like, it could be like $45. Oh, it cost me like $45. And he'd be like, oh, no, I can't do that. And I'm like, oh, what? $45? So, but at the time, I was working, uh, I don't even know how many hours I was working. I was working probably the equivalent of a full-time job and a good, solid part-time job. And so I would sometimes not show things and share things in the group, or I wouldn't tell how much I would pay for things or even 
mention things that I was paying for. Like when I really got to talking with Maurice about it or like how much, or to me, it was like big time investment. So when I would ask people like, oh, like, oh, you, they're like, well, I created something just like that on Canva or I'm just using Canva. Like, well, how long did it take you? Like, oh, three hours. And I'm just like, I just don't have three hours to do. I like, I don't like, to me, that was just, it didn't pay off to me. I just would rather pay somebody $45. Like if it has to take me three hours to do it, I would just rather pay for somebody $45 to do it. And I know it'll look right. And I was really talking with Maurice about it because I was kind of at a place where I was just like, I just don't know about some parts of this group. So like some of these women in this group, their goals are to make X amount of money in their business for this year. And I'm kind of at the place where I'm making already X times five in my business. You know, and I was talking to him, I was like, they will sometimes say I should just make some of this stuff in Canva. And one thing that's important to me, or I mean, even Maurice would, could, could talk about this if he was here. But one thing that's important to me is like, make sure I'm saving my money. I'm being wise with decisions I make with my money. And and I say, well, they'll spend three hours. And he's like, well, well, that's just a no brainer for you. It makes no sense for you to spend three hours on a flyer. It makes no sense for your bottom line. Maurice would get me back in check and he would talk to me over my goals and what I have and where I'm trying to go and what I'm trying to do with my business and my income. And he's like, you cannot focus on things like this. It doesn't make sense for you to do this for you where you're at. He's like, but you know, when you explain to me this person's circumstances and that person's circumstances, that makes sense for them. And so that is where I really learned with accountability groups and circles that some of those people were so sweet and so nice but we we just had two totally different stories <laughs> and, and like they were so different that it put um all of us kind of in a place where it was just overly comparative for no reason and that detracts from what the group is about. So that put me in a place where I felt like, okay, I need to be small or either it's I don't need to show up or I don't need to share. I don't want to say nothing because I don't want anybody to think I'm talking or being punitive or, you know, being like self-righteous. Like, oh, I'm just like, oh, why don't you just pay for somebody to do it? You know, I don't want it to feel like that either. But also too, what I'm getting from the group and what I'm getting with the just encouragement the collaboration or, or with me trying to up level some of the things they might have suggested to me were just be like they would detract me from the path in which I needed to move so it's hard especially when you really really like the people like they're actually good people but I think there's places for that but I think that's why you have to be very specific in knowing what you need from certain circles and just seeing kind of like what the, the typical person is, their life. And if that life is kind of in alignment with kind of where you are, if it would even matter. And some that wouldn't matter depending on what the group, if it's just people that are trying to, or just like with trying to run a half marathon. If everybody said they could meet, meet at five to seven, two days a week, it doesn't really matter if you're a stay-at-home mom or a corporate lawyer for a top, you know, Fortune 500 company, it wouldn't matter because everybody said they could come here and train at this time. But I guess for me with that, with scaling up the business, that became relevant and kind of came into play. So with that, yes, that's not an ideal accountability circle because for me, 
like I was saying, I would feel like I would have to make myself feel small or I would feel insecure about what I needed to invest or do or just pay in my business. Like, oh man, is that wrong? Or is it, that's not the mentality. I shouldn't, I don't want to leave thinking like that. I need to leave empowered or energized or, you know, ready to, to tackle the next. Or even if I had a bad week, I know I can go back. I don't want to go in every time leaving out second guessing every single thing that I'm doing or what I'm going to say, or should I say anything or completely feeling like I'm walking on eggshells. Um, and the same thing for the other people. It shouldn't feel like they're in a place where, you know, I'm just going to feel like what I'm doing is is not right or wrong. And there are many different ways to go about stuff. But I just use that example loosely to show that um, sometimes there's other ways that are not in alignment when it comes to accountability circles and groups. And we have to be okay with saying, okay, well, maybe this just, just isn't a good fit for me or this just isn't a good fit for me right now. So. That's just a little lesson of something that I learned, a little, little little tidbit of something I got from my investment advisor and just how you can look and understand what accountability circles are not <laughs> and what they should not be. So hopefully this helps you as we're getting ready to spring into 2021. And if you're thinking about, you know, what people do we need on our team when it comes up, you know, 2020 has showed us that we need to expect the unexpected. We never know what's going to happen. So hopefully these are just a few tips and pointers that will make you think take a little second and a pause when it comes to the kind of groups and circles that you're putting yourself into when it comes to manifesting your goals as always thank you for tuning into the early accountability podcast until next time it was a pleasure to have you join us on this episode of the early accountability podcast with kimmy walker be sure to visit earlyaccountability.com to sign up for the early accountability newsletter We look forward to activating your greatness and helping you reach your goals.